0: Get ready, it's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, live on Toganet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of Motherhood Incorporated, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio features the powerful voices of Christy Hawley, Robin Boyd, Linda Franklin, Tracy Coston, Danny Kiernan, Susan Hayde, and Lisa Dietress. Together, these women bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how to be sexy in your 40s, from great parenting tips to moms living with cancer, and most importantly, how to bounce back with style. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here's your host, Sandra Beck.
1: Hey ladies, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here on Motherhood Talk Radio and you guys know how excited I get about fitness shows. It's just so exciting for me because I learn so much and we've got a really rockin' great fitness expert with us today and she's going to help us whether we're in our 20s, our 30s, or our 40s. She works with some of the most powerful names in the industry and what I like a lot about her is she is a Midwest girl by heart and uh, so she gets it. She knows what it's like to not have... Um, you know all these fancy things that people have in Los Angeles and New York and uh, she just gets it so I'm really excited to bring her to the show today we've got Kathy Kaler you can find her at kathykaler.net and it's K-A-E-H-L-E-R for those of you listening on your computer today Uh, she is a fitness expert and she is a fitness expert that has trained A-list celebrities she's the fitness expert on NBC Today I'm so excited to share her story with you today Kathy Kaler Taylor, welcome to the show.
2: Well, I am so excited to be here and share my fitness journey uh, with all of your listeners and uh, just to really just get down and, and uh, give you all my expertise advice <laughs> that I've given oh, I to love, it. That, <laughs> I um, love it. I love it because you know I'm, I'm going to take be it
1: because anybody who can write a book called Teenage Fitness or for me my favorite was Fit and Sexy for Life because I think we're sexy no matter what age mm-hmm. we are look at Helen Mirren rocking that you know red bikini um, yeah. I just think you get it and you get women so uh, but you know I'm curious because, you know, you've had such an interesting background and you've got the the dream job, at least that would be a dream job for me. Um, how did you get started? How did you end up with this super cool dream job of, you know, fitness uh, expert to the
2: stars? Well, I have to say when I was back in school, I had no idea that fitness uh, would carry me into the homes of Julia Roberts and Jennifer Aniston. Because my heart was set on being a PE teacher, and I think back on the days when I was running around the elementary schoolyard in Port Huron, Michigan, that uh, all my all I wanted to do was be able to beat them and 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 beat them in running races, and then uh, be able to teach people how to do a cartwheel and how to hit a baseball and. So when I went to college in Hope uh, at Hope, which is in Holland, Michigan, which I think is actually being buried by snow right now, um, <laughs> I, I I went the physical education route and thought I would really stay in the school districts and and teach PE, but I had this incredible professor who handed me a offer of writing out a application to an internship that was at Coors Beer in Denver, Colorado. And I thought, okay, what are you telling me? <laughs> Why do you think I should go work at Coors? And really the the most incredible thing happened was that I wrote this uh, my resume and I and I wrote why I should go after I learned that they were the very first corporate fitness program in the country, and a the owners company. of a beer company. So let's get Coor this right:
1: beer. a beer company had the first corporate fitness program. Yes.
2: Can you imagine?
1: <laughs> that is so cool. That's see, That's why I love this show. You get to thought. learn all sorts and of neat so things. We're like the Cliff Clavin uh, of fitness.
2: Accept- <laughs> when, when I was accepted, they offered me a year internship and. I never looked back, and I drove west, and I started working there and learned that this was such an extraordinary um, opportunity to put my physical education into play. and the the idea of corporate fitness was to provide a location and the education. For employees to improve the quality of their lives, which in turn for the employer was getting a very fit, a very positive, a very motivated employee. And I stayed there for two years and just learned such a wealth of, of my background in fitness from being able to set people up on programs and, and Test them to see where they're at and then post test them to see all the changes that they made. And that's what triggered this fire inside of me of as much as I thought I was going to be in that classroom setting, I realized that I really want to work one on one with people because I love to see the change and to be able to hand, kind of handhold that experience of bringing exercise into one's life. And so that's how I got started.
1: Well, and I think that's really neat. Like you talk about the handholding because, you know, it's really hard, especially for moms, you know, like for me, I'm a single mom. I have two active elementary school age kids. They're, you know, in handbells, they're in choir, they're in baseball, they're in soccer and juggling and trying to get all that in. at um, First, Kathy, I didn't want to pay for a trainer, you know, cause I had so many expenses as it was, but then I did and she came into my house and she gave me this little workout. I can do twice a day for 15 minutes. And then I can, I have a treadmill so I can get on that at night or the morning. The cardio wasn't the problem, but the strength was and knowing what to do and how to do it. That's why I think somebody like you is so valuable because you can get results. And I think, don't you think when clients start seeing results, they keep going?
2: Oh, there's for sure. Uh, the, that moment of seeing a a change in whether it's like, oh my gosh, I started with three pounds and now I'm doing eights or wow, there's a little what is that there's some definition on that tricep i never saw that before and so those are the things that really inspire the um the, the the adherence to a program you're like you you're motivated you want to keep going and and that for me as a as a teacher and as a trainer uh that's what keeps me so jazzed and just excited about this business and I have been here for a really long time I was telling somebody just the other day that I started teaching when I was 13 years old in my basement to all of the neighbor uh little girls who wanted to do ballet because dance was also a big part of my of my life and and so from teaching in my basement to teaching exercise classes while I was in college to then going to Coors. And then the story continues where I worked into the health club industry, which led me to the connection of where I met my one-time ultimate, just super cool queen of aerobics, uh, Jane Fonda.
1: Wow. You got (laughs) to meet her?
2: She was my boss. (laughs)
1: Wow. That is so fun because she's just like an exercise fitness guru. So how
2: that happened was, and again, this is another lesson. It's about your network. It's about who you know. It's about sharing your story. It's about being open, being ready for change. And uh, the boss that I had in Colorado when I was working in the health club industry, he answered an ad in a fitness magazine that was for a company looking for someone to run the whole industry for them for their whole empire and it happened to be Jane Fonda and she was looking for someone to train her instructors to create programs and to oversee her book uh, books and all the fitness information that was in there, so she really was doing a good job at at having someone who was certified and credible, and he took the job. And I remember to this very day, I can even see where we were standing, and he was saying his goodbyes, and he was heading off to California. And I said to him, if there is any, any position, even emptying the waste baskets in the office, please will you think of me? And six months later, I got a call, and it was from him, and he said, I've told Jane all about you, and she wants to meet you. We need a head trainer at the spa that she's opening in three months. Let me tell you how fast I jumped on an airplane (laughs) and got to California and uh, had the meeting of a lifetime. And, you know, if you look at my resume, you've seen that I've trained Maria Shriver and Julia Roberts and Barbara Streisand and Drew Barrymore to all the girls on Friends, nothing, nothing, nothing will ever compare to the very first meeting as I watched Jane Fonda stroll across her lawn on her Santa Barbara estate up in the mountains and greeted me at the car door where I had trouble getting out of the car because I didn't think I would be able to stand on my feet as my hands were <laughs> sweating from nerves. And uh, that was the beginning of my interview.
1: <laughs> you know, what strikes me about this whole story, Kathy, that what, what's, what strikes me the most is you weren't afraid to ask you know, like when you said to that guy, you know, like, Hey, I'll even empty the trash. Like you were uh, not afraid to ask. And what I find with most women and most moms, especially we're so afraid to ask for what we want. We're so afraid to ask for something like even for me asking for finally realizing, Hey, if I ask for help with a trainer, then give me a workout that I can actually do. And you got to, to meet Jane Fonda. You got to get, like I'll knock the in front of her and have that amazing experience that clearly has lasted a lifetime. How come you ask? like, like, was it just in your nature? Like how can we help other women today ask for what they want?
2: I think there's a level of it's trust and it is, it is, it is digging inside and finding that confidence that I believe we all have it all comes back to childhood uh when you see your child or you remember your own your own uh moments in childhood where you had something that happened and it it brought a a powerful moment of success and accomplishment whether it was from watching your child and i have three boys so i remember the days of when they first you know got to the potty and didn't miss. It was like a level of like, wow, I'm so great. And that, that goes away as we become adults and we judge ourselves by what we think others will think. And I've had moments of that because if you continue reading through my library of books that I have written, my teenage fitness books, explores my whole story of when I had an eating disorder, and that clearly is about how I was feeling the judgment, and I was judging myself, and I, I was thinking what people thought of me. So it, it it creeps in and out, but as I continue going through life, I realize how much I don't care anymore. I don't care what people think. I'm going to do what I want to do and what I feel I'm put here to do. And what that is, is that I know how to teach people how to exercise. It may sound as simple and as elementary, uh, but I'll I'll, I'll sidebar really quick. I was engaged when I was in Denver. This is after college. And when I decided on on a blink, when I was going to get on that airplane and go, meet Jane Fonda to see if I could get that job I remember him saying to me what are you going to do go teach aerobics the rest of your life and let me tell you yes sir I am and and that's the thing is I I just I just knew I was going to ask I want this and I'm going to ask and and so that's what put me in front of Jane and and uh that day was quite extraordinary because it was a really an interview to see if I could I could take this job. And, and the interview was I had to teach her an exercise class one-on-one. Can you imagine? Hey. And I uh, then went on one of the hikes that she led. And, and she was at this point, which is still today because we see her out and about and looking fabulous, uh, she was in her mid-50s. And I was in my late twenties, and we're up hiking a mountain, and she's ahead of me, and I am literally and let me just say that literally running <laughs> to keep up with her, and when she would turn to glance to see if I was still there, I would shift back into a walk because I couldn't bear to think, have her think I'm trying to keep up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can just see you like hoofing it up the Santa Barbara <laughs> mountains behind Dara house, like just yeah, going, like well, okay, she turned again, around, gotta run, 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 catch up, flat, and then like you know, like hike, look at, so hike look at me,
2: hike, look at me, hike. I can keep up, Jane. I can do this. Hiking. I had no idea. So, yes, it was quite an amazing day, and and uh, that that ended up getting me the job. And within two months, I packed my stuff into a little car with no air conditioning and headed across from Denver across the desert of Arizona and Utah and and straight into southern California and I've never left and that was in
1: 1989 wow I want to ask you uh, uh, about something because, you know, I think about the moms that are listening today and I think about like the peer moms that go to my kids school and I, I see them slide back. Like, you know, when you were talking about like keeping up with Jane, all I could think of was, you know, we've got kind of the sweatpant brigade at school. They, they come to school. They've got sweatpants, the T-shirt, their their bodies are falling behind, falling behind, and they're keeping up with their kids and all the obligations they have to do. What do you, if I say the thing, like if you get stronger on the outside, you'll find yourself getting stronger on the inside. If I say that to you, what is your response?
2: My response to being stronger on the outside is I think about the body and I'm a body person. I've trained people for many years and I can look at bodies and I can tell the story when people are strong and 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 in a, in a physical way, like you can see that there has been an athletic lifestyle, or you see that someone is taking Zumba, or they are kickboxing, or that they uh, you know are a weekend warrior, um, you can see that. And to me, when there is some level of physical connection, in other words, you are connected to some physical activity. You have an inner strength that comes. Because whether you are fitness, sport, competitive, uh, in, in all of those things, you gain an inner strength. And what that is, and it can kind of come down to something very simple. And I use the word accomplishment. I ask this, and I, and I speak around the country, and I always talk about accomplishment as, as a word because it means a lot to, to – it means differently to a lot of people. We think about accomplishment as a long stretch of something that you've worked on, and you finally get it done, and you get that pat on your back, and you feel this, wow, that's accomplishment. But where do we get daily daily accomplishment where we can feel that, oh, I did it. That's what happens to moms is we feel this overwhelming, constantly working at it, trying to get the list done, meeting the demands, and we rarely feel and get that accomplishment. But where you can get it, and this is where I come in, is in your workout. You do one thing, you walk around the block, there is accomplishment. Instant. You meet with your trainer and you get a workout done. That is accomplishment. You get to the gym, you have accomplished a feat. And you get that, I did it. And that's what we need. And that's why exercise is so important.
1: Kathy, one of the things that struck me while you were talking was that you said there were qualities you could see in somebody who is a weekend warrior or somebody who takes a Zumba class. Uh, things like that. What are those qualities you see? Because I'm a big proponent of kind of fake it till you make it and some of the moms listening today are my sweatpant buddies who are like I'm sick of wearing sweatpants and t-shirts. I want to look cute. I want to be fit. But, you know, that's kind of a mindset shift. So, what when you say you see the qualities in a person that you know work out, what are some of those qualities that you see? Like when somebody's walking towards you, what does it look like? Share us uh, your vision of what you see when somebody's fit and healthy.
2: Well, when I see somebody who is fit and I can tell they work out, it's usually how they carry themselves. And I go back to something very simple that we can all do. You can actually do it right now. Is your posture? And posture is something that is so key to the presence that you make as a person. And like I was saying before, I have three sons and my twins are 18. I have a 14 year old. So I've gone through uh, this whole uh, childhood and child rearing still in it. Um, but mm-hmm. I always look at posture and I've bugged them and I show them when they have poor posture I take pictures and I say look and women are the same way if you see someone that has that curved forward shoulder kind of shortening through the chest more of a looking downward there there is a there is a sense about someone when I see someone coming towards me who is fit the posture is usually up and there is a presence and there is a positivity that exudes off of that person. And so even if you don't get to the gym and even if you don't have the trainer or you're not doing my Kathy Kaler Fitness System DVD, (laughs) it's okay because you can start with something as simple as your posture. And think of it as Pull the belly button in as if you're tucking it towards your spine and giving it a kiss. Visualize that number two pencil that is going to lay between the shoulder blades, and you are going to ever so slightly pinch it. And that right there is an adjustment that will make you look more fit. Well, yeah,
1: and it perks up the girls. I just did it. Yes, it does. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, look down. I'm like, wow, about two kids later, not too shabby. And it's funny because I work out, Kathy. and But that little thing like that, I put the shoulder between my pencil, or my pencil between my shoulders. I pulled my shoulders back, almost like my mom would yell at me all the time for ballet class, pull your string. Right. And, you know, but it does. And you know what it does too, Kathy? It wakes you up. You know, because I was all hunched over listening to you. like, And I'm like, oh, my God, Kathy's talking about, me pull those shoulders back but it does wake you up and it does make you feel vibrant and alive just that little like shift in your posture
2: just that little shift
1: and that's what i want to talk about next kathy i want to talk about baby steps because one of the things and you know this you had double trouble so you had twins so you had to know what it feels like to be overwhelmed just oh my god there's so much I need to do and how do I fit myself in what are some little steps that women can take baby steps that can put them on the right fitness path like I love that you know hold the little pencil pull your shoulders back you know perk up the girls and and feel alive what are some more baby steps women can take on the way to their fitness, and I'm going to call it recovery, because usually when you have babies, you have to recover after, and that might happen like you know, six months after you're right, if you're, you're really right. fit, well, but it might take six years.
2: I think one of the things that always comes to mind, and, and yes, it was double trouble with twins and then went for the, went for the third, um, is, is, is putting yourself always in the place of not feeling guilty. For taking time to do something for you, because and and this is probably a cliche, but people will always say, you know, an unhappy um, mom, it, it, it's very hard to, you know, it's very hard to do your job well as a mom when you are unhappy, and a happy mom is a much more fun mom to be around. And my kids will say that. My kids will say now that mom, uh, mama, you need to get to the gym. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They know it's always better if I've been to the gym. Um, But it's to feel not guilty about taking that time for yourself because, let's all face it, we are the rulers of the home. And when we are not feeling good, nothing works. So it's important to take that time and do something that makes you feel good. Now, of course, as a fitness personality and personal trainer, I always will say you are only one workout away from a good mood, and that is, it. That is the honest God's truth. That's it. That is it. You are only one workout away from a good mood, but it can also play into other things, and I I did this myself. I made absolutely every single week I had a facial. That was just it. That was just, that was part of the plan, and if it fell on a time that I was going to miss a parent-teacher conference. I missed it. And I am not guilty to say that I did because my husband went. We conquered and divided. And I did something that made me feel good so that I came back and I was good for the week. And that's where I think moms and women can fall behind and start to get behind that a ball and get overwhelmed and get frustrated and and begin to make poor choices in how they eat and how they don't move and and we we can turn that wheel around and just by doing something small can give you back that confidence that strength that that energy to be able to do everything that we need to do
1: well, and there's some triggers. You know, when you were talking about, um, like, you know, the the missing, you know, the teacher conference, you know, that nobody's ever going to remember anyway, ten years later, but feels so <laughs> vital at the time. Um, one of the triggers that I find, Kathy, and I'd love you to share some of your own triggers. Like, I know when I start getting to that point where it feels like the pressure's filling up, it's in my chest, then it's in my neck, then it's coming up to my chin, and I'm like ready to blow. And it's funny because my kids are old enough now; they'll go, "Mom, you need." to go run go go to the treadmill do something because my face gets red I start getting really tense and you know Kathy I become the person I don't want to be which is this yelling banshee over laundry or get out out, out." you know when you start to go there even before you go there that's the time I think when moms need to work out the most because thoughts and feelings, all these things have energy and we can really, really become the moms we want to be if we get rid of that energy somewhere else. And, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on that.
2: Well, you're absolutely correct. It is, it is, it is very much a, a, a go-to um, activity that can kind of, put things back into perspective and whatever choice of, of physical exertion you choose um, is fantastic. I'm going to take it a, another step further and, and it, it'll be awesome if you, if your listeners identify with this, but when we have a day that everything kind of works you had things organized. For some reason, everything was ahead of time lined up. You had your appointments. The traffic was great. You had everything in the car that you needed. The kids got dropped off. Everything kind of went. There is a, 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 a organic energy that bubbles and that carries you through that day because it all worked when that doesn't happen when we're behind that eight ball and we didn't plan the workout and i forgot to bring my 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 bar and i forgot to you know i ran out of the house without breakfast and now i'm starving and i'm out without water uh you, you know we we can create all of those scenarios all day long the key is the word organization and i started a program called sunday setup a couple of years ago where i was teaching organization in your food i'm not a nutritionist i'm a cook i'm a mom that cooks um, and i'm a trainer that that it can tell my celebrity clients that i think you should eat more real food real r-e-a-l real i started sunday setup all about organizing organize your healthy foods so that at the top of the week sunday or monday you have everything ready in your fridge, in glass containers that are ready to eat or ready to assemble into a recipe. You're not scrambling in that crisper drawer and looking what's in a plastic bag that's now yellow and slimy that you bought a week ago because you were so motivated to have broccoli or spinach, and now it's bleh. That's organized. Exercise can be organized as well. Put it in as an appointment. Make the date with a friend. Schedule the trainer. Pay for it in advance so you are committed. All of these things create organization, which gives you, again, here's my other word, accomplishment, because if it's organized, you get it done, you feel accomplished, and now we have that bubbling energy that gives us that positivity that can get us through that day.
1: Oh, I love that. I love that. I want to share one of the things that... that I do too, Kathy, that, you know, we'll get a kick out of, you might get a kick out of it, I know the moms get a kick out of it, but I have this little mantra that says, I'm a kid too so, when I order the kids stuff for the school year, like I order them their lunch boxes and stuff like this and I work out of my home, but I Mm. actually pack my lunch just like I'm a kid too, because one of the things I have the hardest time with, Kathy, is the, the sheer amount of decisions I need to make in the day, and by the time I get to the decisions for myself, like what to eat, or what to do, or what I'm always like last on my list and I think a lot of moms are like that so I pack my lunch just like the kids because I'm a kid too and if I'm really ready to explode at my kids we will go bounce on the trampoline we will go jump in the pool and I will cannonball like a lunatic at 47 years (laughs) old because I've got to get that energy out but we kind of have to take care of ourselves like we take care of
2: our kids don't you think there's no question it goes hand in hand and it doesn't stop there. I'm also taking care of my 82-year-old mother. Um, and so now I'm kind of in what, the, what, what is being labeled that sandwich generation. Uh, but it, it, it's all the way through life. And that's why what I have done in my career is I have always promoted lifestyle. I'm not the trendy trainer I'm not one who will ever say the word diet because as my friend Richard Simmons taught me, the first three letters, D-I-E, the diet dies or you do. Uh, so I don't do that. I, I talk about how can we do this for the rest of our life? How can I eat for the rest of my life? How can I move for the rest of my life and have it be fulfilling and Enjoyable and and those are the reasons that the basics going back to real food, eating things that you can count back the step from where it came what is from. real
1: food? I just want to stop you for a second because you say real food to me, real food is my shakes that's real to me. Yes. what is real
2: food well i I like to talk about real food in in the in the way of its. Uh, a one-step. So our bodies need nutrition, right? And I love that you take a shake, and I'm, I'm dying to talk to you about shakes because I, I also have a whole thing on shakes because I have a shake, too, every morning. So does my husband. That's a whole story. Um, but real food, we still need real food, and real food is one step from its original state. So if you look at what you have in your house, in your pantry or your, in your refrigerator, how many of those foods are one step so I could open my CRISPR right now and I have apples, and I can visualize, see that apple on the tree. But if you have a bag of apple uh, apple uh, dried apples, or you have uh, apple uh, wrap, you know, sandwich bars or cookie bars, or you have apple, whatever, cereal, those are not one step; those have been processed in some way. I mean, you may be making choices that are non gMO or organic, but there still is a process. Our bodies work really well because we're just like little cars that need gas right and and our gasoline should be as 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 much as as we can foods that are are alive you know they're one step from their natural state um so your fruits and your vegetables those are key things or you look at rice rice is also a very good fuel um
1: what about a meat is that real food like because it's it you know it's skinned and cut off like like does that step count
2: wait what what did you
1: say like a chunk of meat, like, you know, I have, like, yes. I, was, I was envisioning, you, you're you so good, Kathy, because I was like, okay, I'm in my refrigerator now, I see my lettuce, <laughs> I see my things, I see this, and then I'm like, there's a roast beef in my, my kitchen, you know, in my fridge right now, and I'm like, ooh, is, 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 does it, a, does a, like a roast yes. beef, is that, that chunk that, of meat, yes, is that a real one-step
2: one step food? That's one step. Now, you can, you can then also look at, um, you know, the next step, if you will, of, you know, where did that come from? And, and that could be a whole nother show that we would have to book later but that gets us, <laughs> oh you, you can know, come back i love, I love listening that is to. without antibiotics and is it from grass fed cattle and and th- those types of things so that gets a little more in depth um and and i think it's all important but where i have found doing my sunday setup and i have been in and out of celebrities kitchens and and if you're on my website you can look at some of the the recipes that i have there for everybody anybody can can come on and um and the different celebrities homes that i've been into to look at their fridge and their pantries um we all want we all want to have something we want to know what we're eating we want to have ownership and I think with the age of convenience and this goes back to the 50s when the first TV dinner came out we began to lose that relationship we lost that 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 hands-on relationship with food and people today rely so much on you know, the convenience driving through the drive through and getting something in a bag that's wrapped in a piece of paper that you don't know, how was that put together? With what, by what, and where did it come from? Those are the questions I like to ask. And and so when we we kind of pull back and go back to our basics So we're not going to be overwhelmed. We just organize those foods at the top of the week and we organize our exercise so that we are prepared to make those better choices. And that's kind of a goal. And that's where it comes to lifestyle because you can't do this overnight. And I'm not just doing it to get ready for summer bikini weather. Can't even believe I said that because I'd never talk about that. But (laughs) it's lifestyle, right? It's lifestyle. If you met me 10 years ago, I'm doing the same stuff and I hope to be doing the same stuff for the next 50. Right there. I, well, told and here's that. I the cool definitely thing: like, to this be a is
1: centurion. Like taken away from you, Kathy. Like, you know, because the people listening today, you know, we're like you and me, you know, many years ago, and we would look at celebrities and, you know, like you look at, like I love to look at celebrity homes and magazines. Like, you know, when you see their kitchen, it's all pretty and beautiful and everything. And the first thing that goes through my head is like, oh, man, of course, they've got a cook, they got a trainer, they've got a, all this. And, you know, they probably don't have underwear on their floor or junk food in their cabinets. So I just have to ask you the question and i'm not going to ask you who celebrities but do these celebrities like when you work with them you need to teach them the same things that you're teaching us today right i mean or do they just come like you know looking perfect and they have perfect kitchens and all their food is right or is what you're teaching today just what you teach your celebrities
2: well i have i have experienced both i will tell you that um, and that that will get into my next book that someday I'm going to pen <laughs> about my experiences as a celebrity trainer and and uh, and 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 lifestyle expert. Um, but I will tell you, and this is from Julia Roberts. This is from Drew Barrymore. This is from a lot of the gals that I trained and and went into the kitchen. Even if you watch uh, Monica Potter on Parenthood. They manage their kitchen. They clean their kitchen. They shop for their kitchen. Julia puts in dinner in the oven before I get there to work out. They have, they have a desire and a passion for controlling, managing, being the one in charge of what's happening in their homes. And that is incredible. I learned a lot from my celebrity clients. And in return, I also taught them a lot. And, and I think that's something that I know that I am I'm so impressed by. And, and I hope more and more people um, kind of, you know, learn that, that there are celebrities out there that do really care and don't have just people every, every, everywhere around them doing, doing, their, doing their life instead of them. And that's really cool.
1: Well, and that's like one of the big excuses that I hear with my friends and, and even my family sometimes, and I I was victim of it too for a while. It's like it's easy to go, well, they look that way because they have X, Y, and Z. But what I'm hearing you say is that these women who are incredibly busy and incredibly talented are popping their own food in the oven. So if they can do it, then i I got to rethink myself in that I can do it. And everybody listening today, I put the challenge out going, if these girls girls can do it and they're successful and powerful and amazing in their own right. What's getting in our way that we can't do that. And I think it's belief system. I think it's that belief that we don't matter. Um, I, you know, and I, I would love to ask you, Kathy, what do you think is the biggest thing that gets in the way of moms today?
2: I I go back to my whole theory on being organized and, and being, being that, that, that mom, that woman, that girl, that, that girlfriend, that daughter, uh, that is present in her life and that is taking care of herself. And, and, and when we lose sight of that and put that on the back burner, everything else starts to fall into the back burner. And that's where I was saying, when you were saying in the beginning, there's the the sweatpant, what'd you call it, the sweatpants something, brigade? The sweatpants brigade,
1: because they get out, you know, they get out of their minivans and their, you know, know, SUVs, and they got the sweatpants and the t-shirt, and you see them trying to cover, you know, the little punch that you have, or the big punch, you know, after kids, and, you know, and the thing is, is like, You know, I was one of them when I first got divorced, Kathy. I, you know, had a three month old and a and a four-year-old and I was running my own company and and I did this vision board, which you'll get a kick out of. I put a vision board up, Kathy, and I was so proud of myself for this. I wasn't even on my own vision board. And then my coach looked at me and said, Go look at your list, Sam, look at your to-do list. I wasn't on anything. I I had actually disappeared. And I think it manifested in what I was presenting to the public. I was falling apart, disappearing appearing my body was getting heavier and out of shape and i was crumbling cuz i wasn't even in my own organizational plan i didn't even matter
2: right right and that's what happens and and your vision board was a real was a clue there and uh, and i will be totally honest it's it's very easy to hide behind the sweats it's very easy to not do up and one of the things for me, as uh, and, and, and part of the other story, which goes back to our very beginning of the interview when I was asking for things, I asked to be on the Today Show. I wrote a letter to Katie Kirk and said, you don't have a fitness segment on that show. I should be on this show. I can bring you this, this, and this, and this. And I'm not kidding you. I got a call the next day, and I was in New York a month later, and I signed a contract, and I was on for 12 years. And every week I flew to New York, I did up. I was in my travel clothes, and then I got into my workout clothes, and I had hair and makeup done, and I came home. And And what was happening is that I wasn't continuing that once once I, once that show was over. Um, and, and that's something that I've been working on personally. I'll just reveal that right here on the show, is <laughs> it is important to do up. Now, I think it's okay if you're in your sweats because you're on your way to the gym. But if you're in your sweats and you're not on the way to the gym, get out. Get out of those sweats. Get on your clothes so you know where you're at. You know what you're wearing. You know what your body looks and feels like. You know what your clothes feel like. And that is what can help you bring you back to you, you as that most important person that should be in the middle of that vision board.
1: Absolutely, Kathy. And I'm going to take it one step further here because one of the books you wrote is called Fit and Sexy for Life. And, you know, this is a mom show and we talk about mom issues. And I have heard over and over, not only from my listeners, but my friends and and, and uh, just women in my sphere of influence that You know, after they have kids and they go become part of the sweatpants brigade, they lose that sexy mojo and they lose it in the bedroom. They don't want the lights on. You know, they they fall asleep before they have sex with their husbands and and, you know, or partners. And it all starts to go down. And I'm going to say something that might make me really unpopular, but as a single mother in a technology, owning a technology company, I work with a lot of men, Kathy, a ton of them. Mm-hmm. And they're all engineers and things like that. And I hear so many times, like, you know what, I I love my wife, but I'm not attracted to her anymore. And she's covering up her body. And she's, she's, you know, we're not intimate. And, you know, all this stuff goes away. And mm-hmm. they love their wives, but they're not attracted to them. And men are visual. And I'm just going to say, it: if you look in the mirror, and you're covered up in sweatpants and a t-shirt how are you supposed to feel sexy and how is your man or your woman or your partner in your life supposed to be attracted to you if you're not even taking care of your basic body needs nobody's asking you to look like claudia schiffer these men aren't they love you they i hear them talk to me i love my wife i love my wife but she's she's so heavy now it's really hard for me and i know she feels bad and that's an elephant in the room and i want to put it right on the table here because if you're going to be fit and sexy for your husband or your girlfriend or your partner in life you got to put the effort in and uh, you know it sounds awful because we all want to be loved for who we are and we are but let's face it men are visual creatures and you know i don't know much about same-sex things but i've heard this from some of my same-sex friends Mm -hmm. that when one of the partners lets their body really go it's it's
2: difficult it's critical yeah It is. It is. And we could, we could, we could carve this into 17 other interviews. So I'm going to give you (laughs) my go-to prescription. You ready? Yes. Uh, I've been in this industry for a very, very long time as a fitness trainer. And then I said I had started Sunday Setup, which is on my website now, which is just teaching you how to organize those healthy, real foods so that they're prepared those are some those are some tools that you can that your listeners can use. I've also been a spokesperson. I've spoken for many different brands that fit my message, which my message is I want to teach people how to improve the quality of their life and how they eat and how they move. Well one of the things that I came into contact with seven years ago and I am still the spokesperson for is uh, a line of products that I have in and out of my house with me when I'm traveling, my kids, my husband, and I was talking to you about shakes. It is USANA, and I take their Nutrimeal shake every morning, and that's my lifestyle. Now, how this relates to how someone can get back to feeling great and feeling sexy, taking out the look, because it's not about look. It's about what's inside because any shape, size, age can be as hot as get out. It's attitude. And attitude has to come from feeling all that stuff we talked about, all that good, that positive, that powerful, that energy. Two things. I would recommend a reset kit, which is five days of getting your body Back to a low glycemic state so you're not craving the sugar or the salt. You will drop some pounds and you will feel on fire. Number two, get out and see how quickly you can walk one mile. That's it. If you don't have a high school around you that you can walk around that track four times, and especially now for your listeners who are in this snowbound winter already, You can chart out a mile, or it's probably already charted out as a mile at your local mall, or you can uh, be on a treadmill, uh, but you want to see how long it takes you to walk a mile, and your goal is to be able to get it to 15 minutes or less. Those two things, one is a lifetime of walking, so you start walking now, and the other is to... Try this Reset Kit, which is what I promote all day long because it works. And then you can carry on with a shake like you do and like I do and like a lot of my clients do because it gets you going in the morning. A lot of people skip breakfast, and they don't realize what damage they're doing to their metabolism. So getting you going on the right foot every morning is key. And those are are the two things that I would stand on. I well, and I will that. tell
1: you, Kathy, I'm going to support you 100% on this because, you know, and I want to talk to moms just for a minute about this. You know, when you talk about that walk a mile, you know, get out there and walk. One of the things that uh, a friend of mine shared with me, and I do it now, and this is for all the moms out there. You have to take your kids to baseball practice. You have to take your kids to soccer practice. You've got to take your kids to swim practice and to basketball practice year round. That's just a nature of who we are as moms. And especially when your kids are younger, there is no reason for you to sit in a lawn chair or you know one of those slingback chairs while your kids are out there exercising. Uh, one of the moms said to me, "Come on, Stan, let's walk around the field. Let's walk around the soccer field. Let's walk around the baseball field. Let's walk around the school while the kids are swimming." And you know there's no excuse for not walking if you have two feet and you're mobile. And I want to really support you on that that reset kit. I did a reset kit. I did a different brand, but I did a reset kit. And when I could buckle my pants like my jeans I could snap the jeans shut Mm -hmm. after the first week I was like oh my god I'm hooked but the other thing too is there is really no excuse for pouring a glass of water and throwing in some powder and shake 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 and you know if you want to throw in some other stuff and make it fancy but when I'm really busy Kathy and I need to get out the door it's a gulp and go. And I know yeah. that a lot of the moms today are so busy. There's no excuse for you not to drink a gulp of something to get your metabolism started in the morning. There's just no excuse.
2: Right. And and the key and the other thing is is having a little bit of guidance. And that's that's where I have uh, taken a lot of my my work is online. And uh, I have uh, been very very happy meeting people from all over the country, really, and being able to, you know, basically be their online trainer. And and people need to have uh, just a little hand-holding. And so for me, that's something that I – I love doing. I am so glad that that uh, you asked me to to come on today because hopefully there's some new uh, new people that have not heard about my career and what I do and what I currently do. And know, they may have seen me on the Today Show, but what happened to Kathy? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm right here. here and uh, I have. Uh, so many ways to be able to communicate with people, whether it's Facebook or Twitter, or, uh, and and the reset kit that that you can check it out. It's on my store, KathyKalerStore.com. Um and it's something that I know works. And like you said, it's 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 a way to reconnect with your body. We tend to have this thing that happens, uh, and it's probably a part of the sweat pant brigade, but we kind of cut off from the neck down. We might still do the makeup and, you know, get the things for our face and, and do all that, but the neck down, and that's where we start talking about the bedroom issues, is is we've forgotten it. And and we gotta get back. You gotta bring that back and the way to bring it back is to get that confidence in you and to feel and to, to experience what it feels like to be back in your body. And so the two things I, I, I really uh, recommend, and if you need help, Uh, I am, I am, I'm here to do an online handhold.
1: (laughs) Well, and I want to talk about your products. You know, we have about four minutes left. So I want you to tell me about, because I'm a big, I'm intensely coachable. And I know a lot of the women that listen to my shows find that if I'm coachable, that they can be coachable too. And there's so many different choices that you offer. You've got your website, you've got your DVD, you've got your, um, books, you know, tell me about your products so that we know, and we can go look them up up?
2: Well, the number, the number one place to do that is you can hop over to my website. So KathyKaler.net, And I would and spell encourage your last you, so yeah, k-a-e-h-l-e-r.net. Okay, and I would look at my USANA store. And in that USANA store, you will see all different products for weight loss, for supplements, we all, especially now, we are entering into the snow zone and the, the time change has happened. We have less hours of sunlight. And let's face it, how often are we out in that sunlight? We need vitamin D. And and we also, you walk down those aisles of the drugstore, or the grocery store, or the Costco, and how do you know which one is better? How do you know which one to pick? Do you go by price? Do you go by color of label? Do you go by the commercial? I used to until I learned about USANA and the quality is unsurpassed. And so I'm all about quality. We talked about quality throughout this show. We talked about the quality of life. They talked about the quality of exercise, the quality of the things you're eating, you know, the real food. So anything that goes in my body, I want to have quality. and. This is this is a, a brand that uh, I have stood on for seven years and will continue for uh, the rest of my life because I've turned it into a business as well, and um, the results are astounding. Uh, so the Reset Kit is there. Uh, there's vitamin D. I also have suffered with uh, joint problems from, at birth, I had a hip, I was actually born with my hip dislocated and have a pin in my hip, and Thought I was going to have to have a hip replacement about seven years ago, and I've been taking uh, Procosa, which is a joint supplement, and uh, I am I am walking that fifteen minute mile, girl.
1: (laughs) That a girl. I love that. I am so So proud. of So listen, if any of your listeners
2: are interested in more information, you can email me anytime. You can Twitter. It's my name, Facebook, my name. Um, and then if you call and just tell them, Kathy Kaler sent you.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that. Kathy, you have been an amazing guest today. You're an amazing woman. You're an inspiration. I'm still sitting up straight. I've got my pencil between my back, and the girls are perky. And yeah, for the ladies <laughs> out there listening today, her website is Kathy Kaler, K-A-T-H-Y-K-E. L no I'm sorry K E H L E R dot net K A E H <laughs> K oh you know it's gonna kill me we need to have like workoutbykathy.com dot com because this is so hard <sighs> for me um but but Kathy I want to thank you so much for being so open and and friendly and welcoming and sharing your story because see if you can do it then i can do it and girls if you're listening today if i can do it as a single mom two kids taking care of my 81 year old dad kathy's taking care of her parent you know this is the sandwich generation we got kids we got elder people we're making a living we're doing the best we can start that morning with a shake go to kathy's site you know buy one of these starter kits i did a reset kit um it was fantastic. It'll start you on the way and if you have two feet you can walk. Walk at the soccer games walk at the swim meets walk everywhere you can. When you go to Target to pick up your stuff or Walmart before you fill up that shopping cart take a couple laps around uh, Target take a couple laps around the mall. Your husband will thank you, your kids will thank you, your body will thank you Kathy Kaler, you've been amazing thank you for being a blessing on this show today. KathyKaler.net check it out. She's amazing. So are you? We can do it. Just get to it.
0: Thanks for being with us today on Motherhood Talk Radio starring Sandra Beck. Motherhood Talk Radio brings you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests to help you be all you can be. Everything from great parenting tips to moms living with cancer, starting a family, or starting a business. Making the most of how you bounce back with style. Join us next week for another great guest you won't want to miss here on Motherhood Talk Radio, live every Tuesday afternoon on Toganet.com.